everyone. Welcome back to the Facebook Podcast Fan Show. I am Bird. This is soon to be Jake. Jake, happy Thursday. Happy July. Sorry. For real crunch time. Doing well, man. It's um nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Here we are. We are one basically one month away until we're in full full swing. And let me tell you. The podcast numbers suggest that there are more people getting back into fantasy football. Trust me. That's always good to hear, too. The the people the people are coming back. People are coming back. But listen, we know who we know who the real the real loyal listeners are. King Charles. Yeah. King Charles, we love you. Great guy. Can't wait, can't wait to see you in the week one mailbag. And Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. And Portland, and listen, Portland. Portland is just that's a shining city on the hill. So we're back. Monday, we recorded the NFC West Divisional Preview. You can go check that out, of course, with our usual challenge discussion because some way, somehow, we always just divulge into talking about the challenge. Great show, great program. Kyle Christie, great guy. But now here we are talking about the AFC West. The AFC West is going to be a division that is going to be very, very important when it comes to fantasy in the year of our Lord 2023. Honestly, you have four teams that are going to be producing viable fantasy options, whether they are going to be good or not. Well, well, three definitely. One we'll talk about that maybe will not be producing viable fantasy options if they're not good, but we'll get to them. Um, Jake, there's a one quick question here. This one quick question comes from Bird. Jake, where is Bird from? I think uh, Walwood in New York. Great place. Great place. <laughs> Leaders of the free world. Walwood in New York. Beautiful place. Uh, Bird wants to know, out of the fantasy options for the Chiefs and the Chargers, rank them in terms of most enviable. So I'll give you a list. Mahomes, Kelsey, Eckler, Herbert, Allen, Williams. And if you want to throw Pacheco in there, you can throw Pacheco in there. Yeah, sure. Pacheco would probably be actually no. Pacheco wouldn't be last. <laughs> um, uh, definitely, I would go Eckler, Kelsey, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Pacheco, Williams. I have it in the same exact order. Just flip. Williams and Pacheco. No, I just, I'm not a Mike Williams guy in fantasy. I'm not a Williams guy either in fantasy. I'm not real. I, I've kind of, I've kind of cooled a little bit on Pacheco. A little bit. Actually, you know what? Let me, ref- let me just refer to the ranks in that one. That one, that one's close. Let me refer to the ranks and I'll, I'll, I'll give you the exact answer. Okay. It is, but I, I do have a Pacheco Williams. All right. So I take that back. All right. Pacheco Williams. All right, so it's exactly the same. Gorgeous. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs, shall we? Uh, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Maybe you've heard of him. He's pretty good. He's all right. He's half yep. decent. Jake, where would you draft him? Uh, he'd be my first quarterback off the board. Wow. Over Allen? Yeah. Explain yourself. Pat, I mean, for first of all, Jamar Chase didn't help causes by saying who. I'll tell you that much. Um, that was a pretty uh, I, stupid thing. To I say. don't know. It's just some weird little friction going on in Buffalo that would scare me a tad. 
Whereas with Mahomes, it's just such a sure you 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 cannot go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. No, no, you cannot. He's the safest thing in fantasy. I I, I think. Yeah, me too. I think he's he is the safest bet in fantasy by a lot. If yes. he's not if he's not throwing for a lot of touchdowns, yeah, he might get you you know two touchdowns, but he might throw for three hundred and fifty yards. If he's not getting you the yards, he can get you 250 yards, but he'll throw three touchdowns. And yes, all, for all sure. will be good. And all will be good in the world. He is as safe and as reliable as they come. Jake, just said if let's just let's just see how, how how good you are here. Where do you think his lowest weekly finish? What do you think it was? Points wise? Yes, in 2022. 17. 13. Okay. He finished no lower than 13th and was top seven in every week but four. Yeah. And even then, he still was 11th, 12th, and 13th twice. Just Mr. Consistent. And he'll be that way forever, honestly. Yeah, but he... He also goes into – he just starts the conversation of our quarterbacks worth drafting so early. And the Um, answer answer to that that I have to that question is, well, I could – I'll group Josh Allen and I'll group Jalen Hurts into this as well. When you have quarterbacks that are just true game changers at the position like those are, you do it. Yes. It's like – it's in in a way – Brady wasn't a significant game changer for fantasy because he didn't have the rushing numbers. He did, but he didn't. Mahomes is just he he he's so different for fantasy. And with the way the game has changed to it be more of a quarterback driven league, and we talk about this a thousand times, quarterbacks steal the show. And Mahomes He's the gem on top of the quarterback crown. He he is the guy. He is at the mountaintop of quarterbacks in the National Football League and in many retrospects in fantasy as well. He's going to be a guy that you could count on to be a top five quarterback most weeks and is going to return value from where you're drafting him in odds are probably the middle of the third round. He's going 30th overall right now, 3-6 in 12-team leagues. I mean, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say that it's not worth it. But then at the same time, who are you passing up to take a Mahomes, an Allen, or a Hurts? Which is why, you know, where I go into the zero RB realm, Mahomes is a great pick there. Yep. If you really want to kind of compensate other areas with Mahomes just being so safe and. You know, it's not like he's just like a steady 18 points a week. Like this guy can go for like 40 plus uh, in blink of an eye. I am I'm wanting to try and target that Kelsey Mahomes stack somewhere in a full zero RB and just full on embracing it and just being like, you know what? If I could find a running back somewhere along the way, great. If I can't, whatever. Could be Isaiah just Pacheco. <laughs> Could be Pacheco. Yeah, honestly, honestly, and just you know, put my 
just lay my life on the Kansas City Chiefs, which honestly, not a not, not a bad place to potentially live and die by, the Kansas City Chiefs. No, it is not, sir. So let's go to Isaiah Pacheco and Jack McKinnon back there in, in Kansas City. Jack McKinnon won a lot of people fantasy leagues last year. It wasn't that it wasn't so bad. Let's start with let's start with Pacheco. And the reason why I'm a I'm a little down on him is we've seen these postseason guys for the Chiefs before, namely, of course, Damian Williams. We've seen these guys pop up and then do nothing. The good news for Pacheco is he's walking back into the same exact situation from a year ago. Nothing has changed. They haven't brought in anybody else that's going to be a pain in the ass. I know Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still kicking around. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a candidate to be cut by the end of training camp. And if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not there, that is even better for Isaiah Pacheco. The biggest concern that I just have with him is I don't know because of having Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey there. I just don't know if he's going to have enough volume where week in, week out, he's going to be super reliable. But is he safe? Possibly. Because he is a member of the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. He's always going to have some sort of value. I have him right now as my RB27. And in the ADP on Fantasy Football Calculator, if I can find him, he is being drafted at the 6-5, which is 67th overall. I mean, look, this guy Kareem Hunt was ultra productive when they had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. So it's definitely plausible. And True, I think the but... only the only thing that really concerns me with Pacheco is the pass catching ability. That's true. So th- that would be my only major red flag, but I think he he should be having a pretty safe floor as the Kansas City Chiefs running back. You could do a lot worse than Isaiah Pacheco. Like, I mean, I don't know where Damian Pierce is getting drafted in comparisons to him, but I think I'd much rather have the Chiefs running back than like I'd rather have Pacheco. I know like we were just talking about this before with the NFC West, like Pacheco in round six five or James Connors, the forty fourth overall player. I don't think there's much of a decision to be made there for me. So Damian Pierce is going 42nd overall at the 4-3. It's disgusting. In, yeah. In my ranks, I have it as Damian Pierce is my player overall 49, and Pacheco is my player overall 61. I'd and rather have Pacheco. I'd rather have Pacheco. I would. I'd much rather have Pacheco. I would. Better better offense, and there's no one behind him that's really going to challenge him. McKinnon, McKinnon and him are going to split time, but you know what the roles are going to be. Whereas Pierce could stink, and Devin Singletary is going to be there right behind him, ready to jump at the opportunity to potentially become the number one guy in Houston. That is a little scary, but we will talk about the Houston Texans on next week's program. Jarek McKinnon. I have Jarek McKinnon at 91st overall. To me... It's really high. And That's I mean high. really, really, really high. I want to move him down. The problem is, though, I just look I look at McKinnon and I just really wonder and say to myself, well, he's got this set role with the Chiefs. He should be able to replicate that again. But will he? 
That's that. That's the only real question that I have with McKinnon. I think he is a fine add. I just think ninety first overall for me is a little high, which is why I'm gonna I'm gonna move him down as my to like a hundred, which even then is still a little bit a little bit rich for me. Yeah, not 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 very exciting for me in all honesty. Interesting. A little boring. So where where would you draft him then? Because if I look at my overall running backs, I would say like. 11 12 range would be would be fine for him if i had pacheco probably like round 10 around above that so yeah mckinnon or aj dylan dylan yeah dylan for me mckinnon or brian robinson mckinnon mckinnon for me mckinnon or samaje p ryan <laughs> come on can't believe we're even having the discussion mckinnon it's McKinnon, but not by much. McKinnon or Antonio Gibson? That's close. Give me Gibson, though. It's Gibson by one. And it's really, really, really it's close. close. It's it's definitely close. Uh, McKinnon or De- Devin Singletary? I think I'll go Singletary. I would go McKinnon. Yeah, I, I don't. don't lo- I don't love that though. I don't love my answer either. I'll give you one more: Jarek McKinnon or Damian Harris. McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon for me. Okay. The receivers in Kansas City. It's um. It's crowded. <laughs> it's crowded. There are a lot of names. The one with the most obvious upside of all is Kadarius Tony, who everyone is just kind of going crazy over. What's and the ADP on him right now? The ADP on him is ninety second overall. That's actually kind of exciting. That is excite that 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 excites me. Ninety second overall is at the eight four. That that's that's pretty exciting for me. A potential Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver one. Yeah. At that price, I like it. yeah. I thought you were like going to say inside the top 75, where I think I would probably be out if that was the price, but the current price is exciting. He's my he's my wide receiver 41 right now. Yeah, I think you could definitely see yourself moving him up, though. Um, I definitely can. Let me just have a look at my overalls and see where I have him. Where I have him there. He is he's 96th overall for me. Which I think, I think there's room for growth. Oh, for sure, sure. I mean, he's being drafted. He's being drafted right now. Is, is is essentially I have him as a. Let's make sure my math is right before I blurt out some nonsense. He's a wide receiver four. He's a wide receiver four that has definite wide receiver two upside. Yes, yes, yes. Kadarius Tony or Brandon Cooks. Cooks. I would go Cooks, but the upside is greater with Tony. Tony or Juju Smith-Schuster? Tony. I would go Tony. Kadarius Tony or Traylon Burks? Tony. I would go Burks. Tony or Jordan Addison? Close one for me. I would go Addison. I would go Addison as well. Kadarius Tony or – I'll give you one more here. Kadarius Tony or – 
our good buddy Elijah. Give me, give me something, Tony. Yeah, it's it is it is Tony over Elijah Moore. Uh, is there anybody else that I wanted to point out here? I thought there was one. Tony or Alan Lazard. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Yeah, Lazard. I'm I'm low on on Lazard. I, I like Lazard, man. I think he's gonna score. Clo- I think he's gonna score eight to ten touchdowns this year. Ooh, that's a that's a uh, big take. Let me see where he is in full point PPR. The consensus have him at at what was the number? At fifty three. That's the consensus on Alan Lazard, and I ha- I have him at fifty four. So. Just upside there for sure. Yeah. But Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony is a guy that is getting a ton of hype. And rightfully so. The conditions are very, very good for him to have a uh, a very big uh really first full season in 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 Kansas City. And the half year that he was there in Kansas City, he ended up with a with a Super Bowl and and basically said, you know, fuck you to the Giants. So really Kadarius Tony might actually be my best friend. Yeah. He, he just might be. Um, Sky Moore. Let's talk a little bit Sky Moore. Yeah, it was a little bit of an indictment on Sky Moore, though, to draft another second-round receiver this year. Absolutely, yes. I, I don't know. I'm not that big on Sky Moore. He kind of looks more like kind of like a gadgety return guy mm-hmm. than receiver to me. A little bit of a disappointment there. I'm, I'm not I'm not that big on Sky Moore. Yeah, I, I, I want to be really big on Sky Moore. I do. But, but I'm not. Just <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, I'll let me ask you this: the second round receiver, obviously, they took was Rasheed Rice. Would you rather Rasheed take the chance on Rasheed yes. Rice or Sky Moore? Rice. Okay. Would you rather take a chance on Sky Moore or wait six games for Jamison Williams? I would wait for Jamo. Wait for Jamo. I would too. I would too, for what it's worth. On uh, the tight end in Kansas City, maybe you heard of him. Some guy called Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, well, ne- just next. <laughs> like, come on. He's all right. What are we talking about here? He's all right. Uh, Jake, what's the highest that you would draft Travis Kelsey? I would say eighth overall. Eighth overall, I think that's exactly where I have him. Uh, seventh overall. Seventh overall is where I have him. So, yep. apples and oranges. Same thing. All right. The Chargers. A lot more to dissect here. Brand new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore, man that is near and dear to my heart. How sad do you think Jerry Jones was that he had that a Boise State Bronco left the building? Super sad. This almost distraught, yeah. honestly. Justin Herbert, it was a down year for him last year. I expect a massive, massive bounce back from Justin Herbert as last year, forty-seven hundred yards. Only 25 touchdowns. First year of his career where he was under 30. Uh, The projections, I have him at 31 touchdowns with 4,700 yards. He bounces back in a big, big way. Massive way. What's the ADP? 45th overall, which is the 4-7 in 12-team leagues. That's kind of high, though, for him. I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I... I have him in my overalls. He's my QB six. And in my overalls, I have him at 75th overall. Okay. 
I think that's much better. Yes. Lamar's at 68 for all those that are that are concerned. Joe Burrow's at 52. And then Jalen Hurts at 41. Okay. Yeah, it sounds about right to me. Uh, let me just check the, the fantasy football calculator. Um, okay, so fantasy football calculator ADP, which I will admit is more accurate than fantasy pros. Um, Herbert is going 68th overall, 6'7". Now that I like. Yeah, that I, that I can that I can definitely jive with. Uh, you know, you know about this guy, Austin Eckler, playing for his cash as well. Some rumors and speculation that maybe he was going to be traded during the offseason. That lasted maybe all of 48 hours. Um, he is in Lo- in Los Angeles. He's going to be with the Chargers for his age 28 season. I'm I'm expecting over 260 touches from him, over 1,500 total yards of offense. And somewhere close to 15 total touchdowns. Pending pending health, he is as safe as they come. Yeah. No, Especially you're, you're in full point PPR. Yeah, I would be over the moon to get Austin Eckler with my sixth overall pick. Not going to happen, more than likely, but man could obviously dream. Uh, the receivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnson. Let's start with Quentin Johnson and work our way back. Jake, do you see an avenue for Quentin Johnson to produce in year one? Injury. You need an injury for me to be really and serious. I do think that he is the like-for-like replacement for Mike Williams, for what it's worth. And I think they drafted Quentin Johnston for for the potentially inevitable Mike Williams uh, knee strain, back strain, hip strain, ankle strain, whatever the fuck he's going to have. Um they have a guy that could obviously step up in Quentin Johnson and fill that role perfectly. He is just very, very raw. And if, if you want to go back and listen to the receiver reports that Jake and I did during the pre-draft process, by all means, go ahead. Uh, we did an actual a really deep dive on Quentin Johnston because we were lower on him than most were. And it was for the reasons I just pointed out. Super, super raw. And... He's going to need a Mike Williams injury or even a Keenan Allen injury, to be honest, for him to be viable enough in fantasy. But I think if he gets on the field and he and he shows off, it's going to be a little interesting to see what uh, see who's going to benefit, who's going to who's going to be have looks taken away from them as a result of Quentin Johnson being uh, being potentially good. Quentin Johnson has my wide receiver fifty nine right now. I think that sounds about right, honestly. Like, it sounds maybe a little low, but then when you look at it from a, gl- a glance, you could see it. I, 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 It's going to take an injury. If, if everybody's fully healthy for the Chargers, you have Austin Eckler there. Where is – you see what I'm saying here? Like, where is the path for production for all these people? It's just not there, right? It's not. No, it's not. It's it's not there, and, and I know that I'm going to be lower on him than, than the consensus probably, but – I just don't see him getting on the field uh, in the same way that potentially a Jordan Addison or a Jackson Smith and Jigba are going to. Yeah. So that's that's my rationale uh, there. Uh, Mike Williams comes down to health, honestly. And if we look at if you look at Mike Williams, just point just point blank, you know, he's going to have good games against the Kansas City Chiefs. But then outside of that, it's very hot potato with him. He's had. Some fine years. He's had some bad years. You don't know which Mike Williams you're really going to get, to be qu- to be quite honest. 
That's why I never draft. I I don't think I've ever rostered Mike Williams on a fantasy team. I don't think I have either, which is very telling considering the amount of leaks that I play in. He is never a guy that I end up drafting, ever. Yeah. And then Keaton Allen, my wide receiver 16, someone that I hold very near and dear to my heart. I love the man very much. Going 39th overall right now on Fantasy Football Calculator. That is good for the first pick in the fourth round. As long as the man is healthy, I refuse to say that he is not going to be a 1,000-yard receiver with how much Justin Herbert trusts him. I think a lot of the struggles last year Justin Herbert had were because of Keenan Allen not being there. Agreed. More exciting and full, as usual, than half. Mm-hmm. So if Keenan Allen's healthy and plays all 16 games this year, he's a surefire 1,100-yard receiver with seven touchdowns in his sleep. I have him down for 96 catches, 1,057 yards with six touchdowns. Yeah, and in full, you eat that In up. full, that's money. In full, if I do the quick math in my head, that's probably around 237 points. Yeah, that is absolute Something money. Like that. Yeah, that's cash. That's cash money that you're, you're getting in the fourth round. That's, uh, yeah, that's really good. Um, And then the tight end in... Los Angeles is one Gerald Everett. Jake, is he interesting? He he was pretty interesting for a bit last year, but I think that was just more due to Keenan Allen being out of the lineup, especially mm-hmm. with Mike Williams also battling injuries as well. Um, it it's kind of falls in line with Quentin Johnson. I think he will need an injury or two to really be on the radar, but full status quo in LA, now nah, he needs to score also. So he's in the same class as a lot of these tight ends you'll be streaming. You're, you're banking on him scoring. If he doesn't score, he's Rather useless, I would say. I would say he benefits from being in a Kellen Moore offense where we have seen tight ends succeed in the past. I think it definitely trends in his favor. But I do agree Better with tight you end, that, so. that he's going to need a t- uh, a, an injury for him to be week-to-week viable. But he's in the touchdown or bust category. And, and honestly, he could be a little higher than that, to be honest. Yeah. He, he could be he could be fine. And listen, if we're looking at the guys that are in his range of – for me, Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid, Greg Dolchich, Dawson Knox. I, I kind of like him the most out of all those nah, guys. No, I would, I would, I would rather Kincaid than him. I would rather Kincaid than him also, but who could be? The, who, the, yeah, the other guys I would think Everett. to week is, is probably Everett. But the, probably the, but the, the ceiling gate. is higher. Yeah, the oh, ceiling's way higher. With Kincaid and, and even, even Laporta. Even Laporta has been getting a ton of looks in – in minicamp for uh, for the Lions, I'm gonna I'm really gonna be interested to see because uh, if if what we think is going to happen is going to happen, the Lions get on hard knocks. That could be really good for us to get a little look at at Laporta because I don't ever like to say that I enjoy hard knocks, but I do. Hard knocks is is great. It also is very beneficial for us as fantasy managers. Because we get to see a little bit of how these guys are are looking in camp. I know it's heavily edited. I know it's very heavily cut down. I got that. But you get to see a little bit. When they highlight the the right people, you get to see how some of these guys uh, pan out. I think one of the most famous examples of that, of a hard knocks darling that turned out to be, hell, he's a freaking pro bowler, is Max Crosby. Darren Waller. And Darren Waller. Yeah, true. 
Uh, okay, so that was the Chargers. Let's move on to the uh, – let's do the Raiders. Let's do the Raiders. I think we'll spend a little bit of time on on the Broncos. Uh, Jimmy G. Wait, st- same old. Super flex, two QB leagues, otherwise not worth rostering in 12-team leagues. Agreed. He's very safe and very boring. Yep. Very safe, very boring. Has a lot of options, though, that could help. And one of those options being Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, by far and away, is can the we, most we talk. interesting yeah. guy, possibly in pre-draft discussions right now. Because I don't think anybody really knows what to do with him. Because on the high end, this is a guy who led the league in rushing last year. 1,600 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns. He was phenomenal. But does anybody think that he's going to be able to do it again? And that's the primary concern that I have with Josh Jacobs. I have Josh Jacobs down. Jake, you could tell me if this is a fair projection. 260 carries, 1,148 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, 42 catches for 270 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. I think that's honestly on the high side. Oh, okay. So you think he really comes down? Yeah. Ooh, okay. What what do you do you think he busts? I definitely think he could bust, bro. I just don't want anything to do. I think that Raiders team is going to be such a disaster. And unfortunately, my good buddy Devontae Adams could could pay the price for that. Um, hopefully he's traded somewhere, preferably the Jets, but um I, I think that that team is very much in the running to get the first overall pick in the draft this year. Don't be fooled. No disagreements here. No disagreements here. They 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 are a quiet mess. You have the a best player, quiet. the best player on that team that's not jiving with the coach, that's not jiving with the offense. And quite honestly, and we this is a great segue going into Devontae Adams now. Devontae Adams just doesn't fit what the Raiders want, what Josh McDaniels wants, it's what Jerry Garoppolo wants. They want to spread the ball out. Well, he went to go play with Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is not there. Right, right, and that that's that's the that's the biggest problem is now the guy that he left Green Bay for was only there for 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 one year. Um, Jake, are you are you still drafting Devontae Adams or are you kind of shying away from that? I'm kind of shying away from him. Unfortunately. I kind of am too. I kind of am, and it hurts me. Because I wanna I really want to have Devontae Adams somewhere, but I look at the guys that are around him. I look at C D, I look at Garrett Wilson, hell, I even look at Amon Ross St. Brown and, and AJ Brown. Those guys are all in much better offenses that are going to be much more consistent for fantasy over Devontae Adams in Las Vegas. You, you just suck better with those guys, yeah. It sucks. It really, really does. And hopefully Devontae Adams is out, is out of there. We can have Devontae Adams back with the fantasy, fantasy good graces. Um, Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro, the next two receivers on the depth chart, for the Raiders, Jake, are either one of them interesting? I think Jacoby Myers is like a wide receiver four uh, yeah. that could be safe. In full. In full, in full yes. Yeah, in full. Otherwise, no. And Hunter Renfro. Do you think Hunter Renfro is going to be on the team? Let's start no, there. I don't. I, I, You know, they were taking calls for him. I think he, he'll get moved. 
I think he will as well. I think he will. And the question is where maybe a reunion with Derek Carr in New Orleans, potentially. That, that's that actually wouldn't be too, out. That actually wouldn't be too bad of a fit, though. No, it wouldn't. And then tight ends. It's Michael Mayer. Jake, is he at all interesting? Very interesting. Where would you where would you would you draft him? All right, Michael Mayer or Hayden Hurst? I would go Hurst. A little bit more exciting. Okay. I would go Hurst as well. Mayer or Dawson Knox? Mayer. I would go. I would go Knox. But I don't love that. Mayor's ceiling is a lot higher. Mayor or we'll go we'll go rookies. Michael Mayer, Stan Laporta. Laporta. I would go Laporta. Mayor or Jawan Johnson. Mayor. Come on. I would go Jawan Johnson, actually. Yeah, I would go Mayor. I would go with Jawan Johnson. The Raider. Let me ask you this, Jake. Before we move on to the Broncos, are you drafting a Las Vegas Raider? Outside of Devontae Adams, no. And that's still putting it, it's still a stretch. No, I don't think I am. Josh Jacobs right now for the ADP, in case, in case you were wondering, 110. Yeah, no thanks. No, in, no, 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 no. In my overalls, I have him at. I have him at 16. Yeah, and that's still generous. Put it this way, I won't be getting him at 16 in too many places. No. And I know that. And and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm completely, completely comfortable with that. Yeah, as long as you're okay with it. But Um, Before we move on to the Broncos, uh, second round, who would you rather have? Josh Jacobs or Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. I don't have Andrews. Jacobs or Tony Pollard? Pollard. Jacobs or A.J. Brown? A.J. Jacobs or I'll I'll start dipping into the third round now. Josh Jacobs or Ramondre Stevenson? Jacobs. I'd rather have Jacobs too. Jacobs or Jalen Waddell? Jacobs, but it's close. Okay, so you, so you're basically Jacobs in like at like the two three turn. Yes, is kind of where you're at. Yes, yes, which is fine. Which is completely fine. I, I have no issue with that. You're not going to get. Him there. I won't get him at that price. So right, so something not really exactly to worry it. about. Exactly. All right, let's go to Denver Broncos with new head coach Sean Payton. Here we go. Russell Wilson, Jake. Will Russell Wilson bounce back, or no. should I say, will he be not as terrible as he was last year? No, I, I I think Sean Payton's going to need a year to really get that thing under control in Denver. I think a lot of people are really overhyping the whole Sean Payton, Russell Wilson thing. I think Russell Wilson is pretty washed, honestly. Is Russell Wilson the quarterback of the Broncos to end the season? Well, who else they really have? Nobody, right? So Their backup quarterback is Jared Stidham. Yeah, it's kind of a waste of time now. 
Is Russell Wilson the quarterback of the Broncos next year? If they can get out of the deal by the grace of God, no. The running backs. It's Javante Williams and it's Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan has been getting a ton of steam because now you have Javante Williams who may or may not be ready to go. Training camp is going to be a very, very interesting time. And there always for... could be Mark Ingram. Oh, God. You know who else they added? They added a good buddy of ours, Tony Jones Jr. Oh, no. Jake, how how motivated are you to want to get involved in Javante Williams? Not at all motivated. His ADP right now on Fantasy Football Calculator is, if I can find him, he is going, oh, God, he's going 48th overall. Ugh. That's horrid. Oh, my no. God. I have him at 69th. Yeah, it's going to be a no. That's a big 69, no. 69 sounds pretty fair, actually. I think I would be interested at that price, but 48th, that's 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 a no for me, Captain. Fantasy Pro's ADP has him at 71. That That's kind of an interesting price. That price Sixth I'd round? be in. Yeah. Sixth, Sixth round? round? Sure. Sure. Yeah, I, I I could be down with that. Fourth I round, down. No, in, absolutely in, not. In twelve team leagues, I'm down. I'm definitely down with that. Javante Will Javante Williams or Jerry Judy, his teammate. Javante, Judy, close. In full Judy, full Judy, half and non. I'd go Javante. Javante or guy we just talked about on Monday, good buddy of ours, Brandon Ayuk. Mm. Javante. I would go Javante. Javante or Lamar? I'm far. I'll never draft Lamar Jackson again, so I'll go Javante. Uh yeah, I'm 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 pretty much in the same boat as you. I nope. 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 Uh Javante. Javante for me. The receivers, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Jake, is Judy the guy that you would target if you had to target one? I know you you just don't want to target any of them. Yeah, I would target Judy if I had to target any of them, but I won't I won't roster one of them this year. Made that mistake last year. <laughs> uh agreed. Agreed. I am uh yeah, I'm I'm just kind of very done with the whole Denver Broncos thing. They have not been a a, a source of fantasy production for quite a long time and if one of these guys decides to pop okay cool um i'm not going to be the one that's going to be in on it to find out i'm not going to be you know sifting through the likes of judy sutton and you know the tim patrick's and the kj hamlers <laughs> and the marvin mimses of the world like I, honestly i don't think you've played fantasy properly unless you've had to start tim patrick uh for a certain week yeah no we've all been there and we've all been screwed by Tim Patrick yes. on a certain week. Yes, yes, we have. It happens. Uh, it, it happens all the time. It, it not fooling me this year. Nope, not on. Not happening. Um, Cortland Sutton, the curious case of Cortland Sutton. He was could be a trade candidate. 
He was so talked up last year. It just didn't work. But granted, the entire offense was just absolutely terrible. He had his big he had his big year in 2019. 72 catches, over 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. His only year of his career where he's been over 1,000 yards. He's entering his sixth year. It's kind of like, well, if you haven't put it together yet, when are you going to put it together? I'm just not. Not for me, man. Nope. Nope. And the Broncos, if you listen to Monday's program, Members of the Arizona Cardinals are not going to win you fantasy championships. I kind of feel the same way about the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos and Raiders, I would say. Maybe Josh Jacobs, if he repeats last year, but the Denver Broncos, not interested. I'm staying away from certain teams this year. I'm not doing it anymore. Greg Dolchitz, is he at all appealing? Uh, see, actually, he kind of might be. <laughs> he might be. For the price, though. Everything has a price. Of course. And tight end is such a thin position. He, he would... Oddly enough, be the Bronco I would see myself rostering if I were to roster one. I think he's he's an interesting growth candidate for 2023 of everything. He averaged about five and a half targets a game. He drew eight or more targets in four of his ten. Granted, the receiver room for that team was just so banged up. So he just seemed to be like the only healthy body there. And, you know, when they decided to go away from our good friend, uh, Albert Okwekwenam, it was the Greg Dolchett show, and we know the history of tight ends with Sean Payton. Hint, it's quite good. Greg Dolchett could be could be a little interesting. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I kind of – if you're going to go late for tight end, then Greg Dolchett, I think, is a, is a little bit interesting. I just would rather have someone I think a bit more steady in front of him. Like if you can get yourself a Dalton Schultz or, or a Cole Komet, and pair them with Greg Dolchich. I think that's cool. I, I yeah. think that you could you could definitely get away with that. Or maybe if you want to draft Greg Dolchich and then draft one of uh, Dalton Kincaid or Sam Laporta, I think that's cool too. Whole lot of options. Whole lot of options you can go for at the tight end position, but Greg Dolchich definitely is one that has some, uh, some significant growth potential in 2023. Yes. Uh, Jake, anything else you want to talk about with the uh, with the with the AFC West? It's a loaded, loaded division. Uh, just draft your Chiefs and draft your Chargers. I think <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. Um, just don't expect to win anything if you have more than one Denver Bronco on your team. And yep, I don't know why you would want that or why you would be looking for the Las Vegas Raiders and Josh McDaniels. So I think the big takeaway I have here, I think Justin Herbert's really going to ascend into that next tier of quarterbacks for the, for him. I mean, he's looking for a contract. It's the stars are aligning better offensive system. Now I think your chargers will, will take you places this year for sure. I think last year people might've been a little bit too early on them. I think this is really the year where it all comes together for the chargers. From your mouth to God's ears, because Justin, Justin Herbert for the win. I'm going to be drafting a lot of Justin Herbert and I already, I already know it. So that's going to be it for the AFC West preview show. Join us over the weekend. We'll have the mock draft series continuing from the number five overall spot. And then next week, Jake and I will, will be going through the AFC and NFC South. That will be on Monday and on Thursday of next week. And somewhere in the next two weeks, there will be a mailbag. So if you have any uh, mailbag questions that you want to submit, please submit them because we will be going through the mailbag sometime within the next two weeks. So there's your, there was the call to submit to the mailbag. 
So for Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Business Duck Podcast Finish Show. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.